Hello, my name is Hank Berman. I'm Jesse Hill. And our special guest today is the one and only Terry McCormick. Terry and I go way back from Harleys to music to Tito's. Lots of Tito's, lots of Harleys, <laughs> lots of music. How are you guys doing today? Good, well, brother. Lots of music. Terry is... Uh, is one of the foremost uh, promoters and bookers of music uh, on the coast and has worked, he'll tell us, uh, uh, different clubs and has, has really done well uh, helping businesses with their their uh, entertainment and and other other things other capacities as well. Oh, absolutely. I'm 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 a one-stop shop if you if you need it if I don't have it, if I don't know about it, we'll find it and put it together together. <laughs> right. So tell us where are you from and tell us about uh, moving to the coast and I'm that? I'm originally from Lima, Ohio. So yes, I I am a Yankee. Oh, and don't don't no. don't hold it against me. It's yeah, I love it. You see where I picked to stay. Mm. I was you know I, I didn't choose to live there. I chose to live here. There you go. Hey, so, I like that. You know, I uh, I came down here with the military. Uh, it'll be twenty years ago in October. Wow, really? Air Already. Force, Navy, CBS. Navy. Okay, I got you. Awesome. So awesome. I I got down here and uh, I had no idea what Gulfport, Mississippi was. I'd, I'd never even heard of it, and uh, I fell in love with it almost instantly. And I got stationed down here. I left for a couple of years, and the Navy sent me away to Greece and Key West, and That's and they brought tough. Me, it, it was hard. Let me tell you, I, I like my islands, but it was it was rough. Yeah, and, and then I. So tell, and how did you get into to the, uh, before entertainment, started working in the clubs and, and restaurants and that kind of thing? Um, I drank a lot. <laughs> um, yes, fair that, enough. That, that's kind of where I got my start. I just, uh, I, I hung around. I mean, Hank, I mean, that's kind of where you and I met. Was, right. Yeah. You know, the, cool. the good, well, the good, we did have that in common. <laughs> I mean, the good Logan's days back before. Oh, uh, yes. Before I, before I started working. That's right. That's right. Logan's. Uh, yeah, the with, whole Logan's with crew. The, boys, the, the happy hour crew. Yes. The happy hour crew. With them, uh, uh, it's happy hour 24-7. This was uh, always a group of guys that uh hang out in in okay. gulfport that was 2011 hank that's crazy that's when i that's when i got back here from uh, qs was 2011 wow. i was so much younger then and so right? was so, so much so much yeah, thinner so, you, so much thinner yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah that's but, right uh, so, uh, so I, I stuck around for you know a couple of years and i went military and 2014 hit and it was my uh time to stay or go in the military after 11 years and i decided it was it was time for me to pack it in and I had zero plan at all, but I'd been doing all the uh, social media marketing and everything for uh, the Stinson Group mm -hmm. with uh, Lookout, Salute, uh, Kelly Sports Pub, right? All, all their places, and uh, they were opening the Reef. Oh. So they said, "Hey, why don't you come over to the Reef? You can manage the Sky Bar." And then you saw what the Sky Bar became. Yeah, it went crazy, man. You did a great and job there. I had zero idea about music on the coast. I mean, I really didn't, other than the bands I love to follow, the bands I love to go listen to. So when they gave me this opportunity, I just I hit the ground running with it, and I made sure we had top-notch sound. And That's true. That's very true. That uh, The Reef was one of the very few... Uh, clubs, uh, clubs. I guess that's a club. I guess it, you could it, say it restaurant was, it, slash. It, it was a club. But venue. It was like, well, the, it was like the, an out, outdoor lounge feel. Yeah, the reef was more of the restaurant. The sky bar was more of the nightclub because yes. we didn't even open till four o'clock. Right, uh, right. And you know, we just had live music. But it had and, a top-notch uh, PA system that you put in. Yeah, and, it was all it was all QSC well, and my really wife and I went. Stuff. Steph and I went and watched you play at the reef. Remember that? Yes, I do. Or the sky bar. The sky bar. Right. Yeah. We were up there. Yeah. Terry was. I, I, would, I probably would have been the guy booking there. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And we, 
God, we did so many good things there. So many amazing Ooh, bands came through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got it's where I got to meet you know Whiskey Kiss for the very first time. In mm-hmm. fact, that show would have been July thirty first. I mean, it's actually coming up on the anniversary of that show. How do you remember such? Things? I have no idea, man. But I just remember because the Sky Bar for the first time and probably since beat the sales for the Reef. Wow! It was. Literally, I think the fire marshal probably would have shut us down had they walked up there. I mean, it was, <laughs> this is back in the Whiskey Kiss's heyday. I mean, yeah. they now, were Whiskey Kiss. Rephrase my memory because I've heard uh, of that. They, they were out of Hattiesburg. Um, it was uh, Sam Donald, uh, Sammy Six, um, Elise. Uh, I've heard of them definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elise, and then Great you name. know uh, Nico, who just you know recently passed uh, the drummer oh, wow. a year ago. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was their drummer, and I mean, it was it was just pure awesome rock amazing musicians well that's and that's also kind of a to me anyway kind of a a dying uh, uh thing is rock true oh. you know i mean certainly on on the radio it is but but closer to home tell us because you're connected with that oh i you know you, you say the rock is dying but well not not that it's dying is that you, I, well i guess i did say that but it's My, it's just not as I would, prevalent i wouldn't say it's it's dying i would say like Business models are moving away from full-fledged rock bands yeah. and more like a solo duo, maybe trio. Just I guess because to save costs. Really. Cost, that's yeah. what I. That's why. And, and that's really the biggest thing is cost. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you, my 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 full-on bands always bring a much bigger draw than what my solo duos do. Oh, always. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's, there's, it's just more to it. I mean, you know. No, this, I understand that. And but the band, the places that do have them are primarily a lot of rock i mean it's it's what people want what people know you're trying because you know there's people that hate rap people hate country nobody hates rock nobody hates classic rock there's a band around here 3hg i love 3hg i'm gonna say because when i was when i before i got married had kids and didn't go out like we would run into them and they were actually really good and they play a lot of pop but also a lot of rock i don't know they, they would yeah they you would do mesh. it's a matt snocky and uh amber and them they would they would oh, mesh that wherever yeah. they were at yeah, yeah. they would mesh well they had like a song list for the, they have the large they have the largest song list on the gulf coast so yeah i'm telling hands you, down yeah pop rock i don't care what it is um they're the ones who played my uh, ten thousand dollar karaoke contest we the oh. the final was a live band karaoke so you basically got to be the rock star for the karaoke contest and we put them in the live yeah, band cool. they got to rehearse and most of the songs they knew they had to learn a couple but uh there to me musically and set list wise there's not another there's not a better band on the golf coast than 3hg very good oh, i'm glad very i mentioned good. them <laughs> yeah in fact absolutely. i've got matt and amber just their little duo which they call lady and gent i've got them at um the uh, flamingo on friday oh good good well and where where are are you booking these days besides uh, the flamingo so i've got flamingo and then I've got uh, I got Blowfly over there, which Blowfly's back. It's amazing. The food's great. They built um, underneath the stu- underneath the uh, restaurant. It's got a little stage in there. Hank, you've played. You I know? have played there. It's it is great. And people might think, oh my god, it's hundred degrees outside. I can't. Under that building, it's about 15, 20 degrees cooler. It really is. It's a very strange thing because what Terry had told me, he says, you know, the gig was it was a Saturday at noon. I think yeah. it started at noon or eleven. 11. 11. And uh. So I'm like, okay, you know, the way that the humidity has been and, you know, the heat that we're going through. And I get there and it's this cool breeze and the slab that it's on is cool. Yeah. And, uh, oh, by the way, the great uh, uh, employees there as well. The, oh, the employees yeah, yeah, the employees kind of make the day too. They, yeah, they, they yeah. rock out with band. And and they had just built uh, the, the, the boat. The boat. The, yeah, the they pier. just opened up their... Um, 
their boat dock. It's not, docks, a, it's yeah. not a launch. But I know. It's I a, want to say launch, but it I wasn't. want to say launch too. But no, yeah. it's a boat dock <laughs> to get a pull up. So, but it's it's, it's almost like the 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 how the, uh, the the Native Americans did it back in the day and out west. I remember going uh, into a. a uh, a ghost town in in new mexico and it was like it was like 110 degrees outside and it was those adobe huts you know and you walk in and it's 70 degrees it's oh wow with the mud and the way that the, it was amazing well then anyway it was a flashback because this is like that it's very very comfortable at the blow it is in. and and there's a constant breeze i don't know where it's yeah. coming from because it's surrounded by well just if it buildings. was you and i it'd be hot air but it wasn't yeah well, it wasn't, i'll tell you this that. Uh, we stayed <laughs> my family and i we stayed in new orleans for six weeks right because my daughter she had a medical oh, yeah, emergency I heard about that but she what, what's crazy is there was no sea breeze and it was all concrete. And let me tell y'all, it was, it was 15, 20 degrees. It felt 15, 20 degrees hotter than what it is down here. I feel like we have a constant sea yeah. breeze down here we do. that would spoil us to where when we go to different places yeah. for a long period of time, we're like, like you, everybody talks about South Mississippi heat, but go to a, like a city or something yeah. with nothing but concrete and no well, sea all breeze. All the concrete just heats up, that asphalt oh, that's heats right. up, there's it, no it, shade. It, it reflects. Jackson, Mississippi's the same way. It's like yeah. living in a frying pan. I would try to go walk like with my tennis shoes on and I would feel the heat coming through That's my shoes. And, and I was like, man, I would go back. Like it's almost like you're getting close to walking on a pavement because the heat just kind of, Oh comes yeah. Through and like, like being on a scooter when, when it's, it's a oh, hundred and something degrees and you put your, your boots down on the asphalt and you feel it coming through the soles. Uh, and people laugh at me because I don't ride this time of year. Like it's you're talking about motorcycles. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I ride, I will ride in snow, sleet, 20 <laughs> below zero. I've done it when I, my car broke down in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. But you give me a 106-degree heat index with a 198-degree motor between my legs, you get stuck by a train or, you know, just oh, like, it's you know, rough. the accident you just saw. You get stuck in traffic. It's rough. Your bike's overheating. You're overheating. Yeah. Oh, and wow, it's just there's no getting away from it it's well, like the like like the uh like going down to uh, uh panama city for thunder beach and it's <laughs> and it's it's but but it's like all these bikes i know we're getting off subject but it's all these bi <laughs> all these bikes and and you're stuck in traffic well they're air cooled they're not water cooled oh, wow. and they're conking out right and left and you're just which stuck is the one it cools the off. one thing i love about california is you can go you can keep driving during a uh standstill traffic you can lane split in california right. illegally yeah. and it ah. it protects the bikers because bikers get hit more when they're stopped because people aren't paying attention mm -hmm. and their bikes can constantly stay cool because they're still moving still moving and it takes all those bikes and you know the traffic just doesn't get even more backed up is california kind of the only place in the states to come it is the only, i think them and there's i think there's one other place in the states where it's legal and mississippi it's not illegal um, the police actually use their judgment on whether or not you're driving recklessly or not. So right. oh, if you're okay. just kind of cruising, well, a lot of those crotch rockets too, they're the doing 120 rockets. miles an hour zing, right past you. Yeah, it's, it's like, never guys on Harleys. Not, no. No, no, it's, it's never. guys on Harleys are too cool for that. I'm telling you, like when I see like Where? a guy on a Harley, I'm like, that guy, he's just cruising. He's oh no, I, I will cruise at 160 on my bike, <laughs> <laughs> just not through lanes. Uh, yeah, uh, right, exactly. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, but so, yeah, so um, so yeah, we got Blowfly, got Flam um, we got Flamingo right. Landing, which is new, you know, out of New Orleans. Mm -hmm. They've uh, they've definitely got a huge resume behind them. They got forty four bars and restaurants in New Orleans. This is the only one that has live music. Wait, wait all of that forty four within New Orleans in area, New Orleans, New Orleans, and they got like one or two in Slido. But, but I mean, still, that's I didn't this, know that. This is how, their, wait, how many? What forty four? Forty four what? Bars and restaurants. Bars. This company. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, and this is the only one that does live music. That's what was my next question was. This is the, only, the only one, one that does live music. 
That's interesting. That there are some more coming though. Is to, that right? To Mississippi and beyond. Oh, how about that? Let me ask you a question because I've always seen myself because I'm a, in my mind, I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, but when I sit at a restaurant and I eat good food and I like the atmosphere, I'm like, man, it would be nice to be able to run one of those. Like I always envision like a restaurant. Like, oh, I could set this up. Oh, where everything's right here, you know? clicking. And, yeah. And you know what I mean? But then, but then I realized <laughs> yeah, like, you, you, you don't see the chaos. That's, yeah, that's well, the what best part. What, my question for you is the pros and cons of, booking nightclubs restaurants music but also just being a part of that atmosphere because i mean it takes very special it takes a very special mindset to be able to run that successfully well i'll tell you booking them is the easy part really um you know i, I ran the cannery there for about a year and a half over in wool market mm -hmm. okay oh, yeah that's, did so a great job you, there you can imagine what it's like trying to run a live music venue in wool market mississippi <laughs> that's you know, true and it, it stayed packed but I you mean, were we, very innovative with your ideas too you I did always a lot think of things yeah and you and, and it worked it was very uh positive i um, saw it but mm -hmm. i couldn't do it I, i've got a massive support group and i've got a ton of friends that just put up with my shenanigans <laughs> and people most people know that if my name's on something we're gonna have a good time it's not mm -hmm. gonna be a flop mm -hmm. um yeah and it's like so the booking part's the easy part I pick up the phone, I call somebody, I make a couple of Facebook posts and a few events, and as long as the artists show up and like they don't forget their drum kit, you know, life's easy. That's true. I say that because it happens. Um, <laughs> I, I saw ain't saying show nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they showed up one time without their drummer. <laughs> the guy that without him, they, or her. They, they literally they they were all set up, and everybody's like, "I'm like, hey guys, drummer's usually the first one here." Right. And we got we go on in like ten minutes, and I'm like, "Where's your drummer?" And they're like, "Did anybody call him?" Oh no! And apparently, oh, somehow, no. I guess he got either missed it in the group text or the group chat, or oh, he had no, no idea. Which was fine. He was 15 minutes away. Oh, okay. but his drum kit was an hour away. Oh, because he didn't have it with so him. So how did that? Tell me how that <laughs> unfolded. <laughs> I mean, you talk about like because, a little box. Uh, nah, because his Hank will tell you. I, I make sure I uh, I plan for most contingencies. So you had a plan B. I, I I bought a drum kit about three months before. I was like, I'm gonna need this one day. And I had, a, I had a, I had an artist, that. Yes. I had an artist that owed me some money and, um, for some things that I did for him. And I was like, man, I said, I know you've been trying to sell that drum kit, man. Just trade me out and we'll call it a day. And he's like, sold. Boom. And, and there you go. Easy day. And I kept it under the stage and we'd put it up there for, uh, when we do like, you know, big, uh, rotating band stuff, we'd have four or five bands. We'd leave the one, we'd leave my drum kit on stage. So nobody had to drag theirs out. And you know what that's called? experience yes yeah that's that's a good call like yeah. um, it's almost like buying several mic cords or you know oh like, yeah uh, i'm not a musician i can go to my car right now and pull out xlrs and quarter inch cables <laughs> right. and i can you know i mean i can pull out just about anything well you or know. I can make it happen or call somebody right right you know you're in the know absolutely and experience I just, I just, things happen. I mean, I've had people bring in brand new cords and he's like dude you literally took it out of the package and the cord didn't work yep dud or Damn or dud. my favorite my favorite is uh, you, you do a gig you and everything went great. You're packing it all up. You know, you coil it like you always do the next gig, the next day or whenever you go to use it, it's dead. You know, I have the or worst. Or it's not there. <laughs> yeah, or, well, yeah. I have yeah. worse luck with the cords that go to this you know, on a Bose system, a Bose tower system yeah. Yeah. that goes to the sub to yeah. the amp. Cause I mean, I've like I've the gone, Nutrik. The, the, yeah. The I've Nutrik. gone through yeah. three or four of them, but the other stuff besides my cords, I've, I've had them yeah. forever, but that, that one cord just likes to, 
I'll turn it on and there's no bass. I'm like, well, there goes my core. But I always have two or three in the bag. Right. I just throw it away. The, the, and you have to. You have to. I mean, I I just know. I mean, I've had musicians show up. I had, I had a solo. I had a solo kid with a guitar. I was not going to say his name, but he forgot his guitar. <laughs> he thought his dad grabbed it. His dad thought he grabbed it. They both realized when they got there, like, where's the guitar? Mm-hmm. And I've, I've done that with my iPad a couple of times. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'll, right? I'll have my iPad. I'll, I'll get there. No, I went to a wedding one time. I went. I was singing. I was singing while the girl was walking down the aisle, and I get there. I set my bow system up. I'm like, all right. I got my suit on, and then where's my iPad? I actually, oh I, no! I actually left my iPad. Must have on my toolbox on my truck, and it's in a ditch somewhere. Yep. And oh, done that. So what happened? I get there. It's at the stable, so the, the internet is very shoddy. And I pull up my phone and I start downloading these songs. Because I'm only supposed to sing for like 30 minutes and then the band or the DJ oh, takes Oh, oh, it wasn't a two-hour gig. I mean, a, a, <laughs> no, a, a that's reception. the case. I would be like oh, downloading. Yeah. But what I did was I plugged it in and I, I like, while she's walking down the aisle. And it's one of those things like it just Ooh. downloaded. So hopefully it doesn't like stop in the middle right. and then they buffer. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. So I click play. She's walking down the aisle. I'm singing. I'm saying, I'm sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> and she finally gets down there and oh, I fade man. it out. And then I mute everything and I just start downloading, download, download. <laughs> Everybody's like, let I us laugh. pray. Let us pray. Everybody's head goes down. I'm like, over here. <laughs> let us pray. The don't call, don't call me out, priest. <laughs> yeah, let, let uh, us pray that the, the internet's working. Oh, yeah, for real. Which is another thing that I keep now in my bag is uh, the, the, the hotspot. The hockey. Yeah, hotspot. I That's keep smart. it with me. That's smart. And it's, and it's, it's, uh, I use one called, of course, I'm not. I'm not uh, sponsored by them, but uh, uh, Skyro. It looks like an okay. orange hockey puck, and it's international. It's satellite. You hear that Sky uh, Skyroam? You said Skyroam. You hear that Skyroam? If you're looking for That's a sponsorship, right. <laughs> we'll push you. That's we use right. your product, but but and I've used it. And it, it. works everywhere. It works everywhere. Because then I get to some of these venues sometimes, and uh, I was talking with um, Alex Carr from Envision today, and uh, he's getting married, and I was like, hey, just so you know. There is little to no cell phone service at that wedding venue. And of course, most people are like, oh, that's awesome. Nobody's going to be on their phones. Right. Well, the problem is before the wedding, that eight hours while everybody's getting dressed, you're forgetting, oh, we forgot ice. We forgot this. We right. forgot that. Mm-hmm. Now yep. nobody can call anybody and say, that's hey, right. well, this it's thing, all the way out there in Wiggins. This thing is great. It, it, you could be in a field in the middle of nowhere <clears throat> and you will have internet with it. And right. so it's I keep it in a lot of places. Well, it's not a lot of places. Um, I uh, Apple products because that's what I use is another uh, plug that I should be. We we right. should be yeah, Apple. Right. You hear this? Apple. Apple. I, I, uh, Apple for everything. Yeah, I, and well, it's like all the others. So once you get your foot in there, it, they've got you. I mean, you have to anyway. But 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 <laughs> but but uh, it eats up your memory of your iPad or your iPhone. Because it's searching for a signal, a signal, or searching for the roaming. It's roaming. It's, it's yes, and I've watched my percentage go down, like in a half an hour. Put, Wait a minute, put it, it in thirty percent. Put it in airplane mode, Hank. What's that? Put it in airplane mode. Yeah, I, oh, believe <laughs> me, I have I have found out different ways. But anyway, but this, but it's another um, thing about what we do for a living, or you promoting the same thing on the other side, is be prepared for it. Anything and everything. Well, it's mm-hmm. like you know, most people who you know, I'm you know, most people who book bands, they they call up, they book the band, they call the venue. Here you go, mm-hmm. y'all have a nice day, mm-hmm. and that's the end of it. I mean, Hank, you know me, I show up to every yep, you know, I show up to every gig. I make sure everybody's plugged in. I make sure the sounds mm-hmm. good, and yep. I hand the artist a check, and 
you know and, uh, and that's another thing that i love that's awesome is just you don't have to chase down your money <laughs> that, that's something that i've that i've learned many times like the hard way mm-hmm. and you take weeks and yeah. you just kind of you try uh, to be yeah. nice when you're leaving but sometimes like well i I'll understand get... corporate or some things that but but at the same time you show up and you do what you're supposed to do yeah uh 30 and, minutes later <laughs> and yeah and it's like well where's you know, you, I, I did my part. So it's like, anyway, you know. and you know, and, and that's where I come. Yeah. You know, I work with the, uh, you know, I work with the venues really well. Cause I'll pay the bands and yeah. the bands pay me. And then they've only got one ten ninety nine at the end of the year to worry about. Right. And their accountant loves smart. it. Very that's smart. Smart. That is. So, so now, you, now you, mind you, I've got 40 of them to worry about, but I've also got three, four or five venues, but right. they're all, they're all the same. So, oh, oh, let yeah. me ask you a question. So are you, employed by these companies or are you contracted i am contracted and you're a contractor i am basically a vendor contractor however you want to put and it and when you say a vendor and like you you seek out these bands like i'm just trying to think of is there a difference between a promoter or an agency or is it um, kind of the same so promoters are going to like really just promote the show pay for the show and then take a big portion of the show you know what i do is because obviously you know the restaurants aren't charging cover charges to get in for brunch and lunch and dinner so they're just relying on hopefully these having enough draw to where they're they're paying at least you know the band and everything else. So there's just more than just the same playlist that plays over and over again. True. So I just kind of I'm just kind of the buffer between the band and the restaurant. Yeah. Where half the restaurants now don't even know who like they don't even question who's playing anymore. They just I give them a list every month and here's who's going to be at your venue and the dates and oh, I make wow. I make That's all cool. I make all the Facebook events. That's a right. good business model. Yeah, um, for, for like so. a local area like this. Well, like, I also like the, the what you were saying that a, a promoter promotes the 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 event, the venue. An agent promotes the artist, and uh, that's, I, that's yeah, that's, that's it. I do, exactly. I do, and I do both. I mean, you, right? You've, you've seen it. I do. I, yeah. I go a little bit and beyond, and you know, mm-hmm. maybe what I should do, what other people do, but I love doing it. And do you have bands or artists like seeking you out, or do you just you usually find them? Uh, or both um, ways. I'll, I'll have them call me all the time. Hey, man, we got double booked. Do you have anything for me? Or hey, we got you know we got canceled because of weather. You got anything? And gotcha. you know, there's a lot of last minute stuff sometimes. Or what so, about people that are that have heard of you and say, hey, we got a I'm so and so, and we have a new band, or I'm a new artist and doing solo or what duos do we want to try out for that, you? That happens, Can you help us? That happens all the time. A lot of new artists. I, I love new artists, and I love original music. So you know, I encourage I encourage original music at the you know at the venues because. You can get away with the original music at the at a at a restaurant more than you can like you know everybody's out yeah. dancing, partying, hanging out, and they're like, I don't know this song, I'm going to stop dancing, which is great because then they go to the bar and order drinks. But <laughs> it's uh, a win win. <laughs> it's a win win. It, it, it is a win win, but it's also like, man, nobody's listening to the music. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know that song. And the coast is notorious for loving their cover bands. I mean, it's absolutely they they you're right. They're not huge on that there is their faction down here that supports the heck I out agree. of of uh, original music, but for the most part, if you get you a cover band like I mean, you look at Molly Ringwald's, Chiwi's, Bag of Donuts, uh, the Mustache Band. Yeah, they all got the, are, they all got their little sticks and they're getting outrageous money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, then otherwise you got a guy down here who's, you know, some of the best musicians on the coast playing original music. You know, three hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. True. You're you're right. And the coast uh, with that uh, also covered charges. The history of the coast. Now I'm not yes. talking about now or whatever. But the coast has always been a place that when I was growing up and all, and, and even when I was starting to play music, a five dollar cover charge. Oh no, we're not going to go there. But a two drink minimum. Hell yeah. <laughs> you and, and, get them and, that way. 
You it's know, the, how it, you how it, you market it and present it. But it, it is. They and I, and don't I tell, like paying coverage. They they do not. Um, I fought that at the cannery so hard, so so hard. I'm like, look, guys. I was like, and everybody's like, well, you didn't make your money off alcohol and you know beer. And I'm like, okay, great. So your eight dollar crown of coke that you love is now ten dollars, and you're gonna drink you're gonna you're gonna drink five or six, seven, eight, nine of them, and now you just paid fifteen dollars when you could have just paid me ten. Right. Um, yeah. You yeah. know. People don't realize that ten dollars nine nine times out of ten it doesn't even pay for the entire band. You're right, but it takes a huge portion off of the venue. Right, because when I do increase the drink sales in some places that do do that, they hey we charge everything goes up a dollar when mm-hmm. we have a live band. You know, yeah. Well, also that you know they're paying taxes on that dollar. They're you know so that dollars now you know ninety two cents du- right dwindling down. And, yeah. You know this that and the other. Now I got to pay. I got to go to the bank and drop that money off. I mean it's just you know it. Just right. give, give them the 10 bucks. P&L, right. Now, do you have like a solar team or is this pretty much all on you? Um, it's pretty much all on me, but I've uh, I've got a heck of a group of friends who just literally share everything I got. And I mean... Do you have like your own sound guys that kind of... I do. I use, I use some amazing sound guys. Um, usually, Jay Eagle Audio is my go-to. He, he has created a team down here that is second to none. What's it called again? Jay Eagle Audio. Jay Eagle Audio. Yeah, he, uh, he was in a band called um, Boys to Bend, which is a Breaking Benjamin tribute band. Oh. Um, he was playing with uh, Haley Green there for a while, mm-hmm. and so Haley Green, she's uh, wait, am I thinking Haley Green, the right one? There's only one Haley Green. She's the young. She's the young. <laughs> she's, same she, girl. She, yeah, she's the 17 year old off in the voice. voice. That's right. I, I see. Yep, yep. I, we, I followed her. I support her. She's doing good. I had asked her about the show, and she said she wanted to come on the show, and but I hadn't heard back from her. But Haley, th- come do the good. show. Don't make me call you. There you go. Yes. Yeah. There she's a. She's a Saint Martin. I think my sister in law taught her. Oh, is yes. that right? Yeah, she's uh, she's graduated now. Oh, she, uh, she's, she's off to of... college. She's off to college this month. Good for her. Yeah, wow. she's going up to USM. Mm-hmm. Her and uh, Six String Andrew, they're both actually headed up there. Uh, yeah. Six String Andrew, I like that. Kid. Uh, who yeah. doesn't love Andrew? We, we had him on. He was he was a lot of fun, and that's his, his mom and dad are great people. Oh, they, they are the best. They yeah. go to every single show. They that's awesome. But he has a he has a wealth of of knowledge for someone his age too. He's, he has he's, a resume of people he's played with that's yeah. unparalleled on the Gulf Coast. I agree. I mean, I, I don't think there's anybody on the coast who's played with, you know, the talent that, you know, yeah, he's played Buddy with. Guy and all those guys. Buddy Guy, here. Joe Bonamassa. I mean, yeah. you know, That's he's either bitten with them, hung out with them, taking workshops from them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, him and, uh, you know, Chris Kingfisher, you know, close. I mean, Samantha Fish knows him by name. Yeah. It's like cool. all these people know who he is yeah. and they see him now because when I met him, I mean, he was like, he was 15. He's off to college now. And he, I just, first time I heard him, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I and, was and doing, he's phenomenal. I was doing the the uh, what's the alley fish fishbone alley fishbone alley and 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 he and he was playing and that's where that's where I met his mom For, and dad uh, cruise, and him cruising and he, huh yeah yeah, yeah. and he's just a little kid but yeah and he's they, good. they shared we had we had his episode his parents shared they were yeah. like thank you so much they were grateful I was like this uh, they, is cool they, they, he played he was the first people. one that we actually had perform yeah, on we the actually, show we recorded him yeah we recorded yeah you uh, did. yeah he's yeah. I, I've booked Andrew for years yeah. and. We we got a great relationship, yeah. and you know, me and his mom cut up all the time. Yeah. She's she's a blast. He's and, good. He's a good person. You know, oh yeah, yes. absolutely. He yeah. does a lot of my like my charity stuff. Whenever oh, I have he? like some kind of a fundraiser, he's always the first one to nice. uh, you know to jump at it. And now, what is your the music scene of the Mississippi Gulf Coast like? How long, how long have you been here? I've been here twenty years in October. Okay, so I mean, you've seen a good evolve, you know, oh. of the Gulf Coast. Like, where do you see it going in the next ten years? 
outside the one thing I want to see is I want to see a recording studio on the Gulf Coast. Thank you. A really yes. nice. These people are traveling yes. all the way up to North Alabama to get great recordings. You know, I mean, we've got people down here that have been session players. We got Jesse you with know? the studio too. What I'm right saying here. is we got this space right here. We're also talking about this other room right here. Maybe not, not getting oh, really? into this room. So what I'm saying is like, this is the heart of one of the most popular cities in the nation, small towns in the nation. Oh, yeah? absolutely. And we're trying to build something for, you know, songwriters, uh, cover band, anybody who wants to come here and lay down a track to show a demo or whatever. But like, And, and, and uh, name bands as well would, would like it down and here. And so oh, I'm, I'm teaming up with a guy, um, Christopher Duncan, he is a uh, graduated from Delta State Sound Engineering. He ran the Grammy Museum Sound up there. Okay, he's, wow. actually, he's actually doing a lot of the sound for the theater, but he, this guy's a genius. And so he wants to come in and partner with me on the music side. So I do more podcasts, film, photography, because I have own a marketing agency, but he is all about sound. And wow. so I really, so we want to work him in here set this place up so where if a band wants to get together and lay down some tracks or whatever, like they don't have to go to Nashville or Muscle Shoals. Or or Muscle, Muscle, Shoals. Muscle Shoals, yeah. It's, and, and I tell you, that's, a big, that's one of my biggest, uh, I guess my biggest obstacles is I'll get, I'll get a band or a solo artist. I'm like, hey, send me something. And they'll send me a, a you know a photo that looks like it was a shot you know taken with a potato from nine years ago, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, or, or they'll send me a you know a, a video shot on a Nokia from you know two thousand four, <laughs> and I'm like, guys, do you not have a friend with a camera or a phone or like, right? Well, just I mean, a simple e couple even of in nice the photos. even in the studio, we can actually like film them performing whatever they're performing in a high quality four uh, yeah. K. We can actually take their headshot. We can actually put them on Spotify, Apple Music, all of it. I mean, and I, record them. It's here. an EPK. And honestly, that was my whole thing was like want to be able to put together EPKs for just small things. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, here's a couple of songs. Here's a quick little, you know, promo video. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because you'll get people who, oh, man, we packed the place out. And every time, as soon as I hear that, they send me the same video. Them on stage at Glory Bound. Because <laughs> Glory Bound is packed. No, it, I can. They, they want shoulder to shoulder. They want it to be yeah. like, you know, you, you know. And I can get Glory up there Bound's with the tri. I can get up there with a triangle, and Glory Bound's still going to stay packed. And you are like, this guy sucks. Terry McCormick and Triangle fun. on Friday nights, ladies and gentlemen. You know it. Ding, ding, but uh, and they always send me that. I'm like, send me one other venue where it's that busy, like just one, and we'll talk. Right. But um, but no, they, you know, there's a lot of these bands. They just don't have the opportunity, you know, the funds. I or mean, the know how. Or the know-how. Um, I yelled at Matt and Amber from 3HG about getting professional photos. Like, guys, because they don't take a serious photo to save their life. They're all making goofy faces. And I'm like, guys, come on. Just, just give me one. And they actually went out recently, and they got a bunch. And they look awesome. And I'm, I could use them all day long. Yeah. That's but awesome. that's my biggest Jesse problem. Jesse does that for people. And, and like bios, like trying to get a band to put a bio on their page <laughs> that I can just copy and paste. Right. Where I don't right. have to like make up like who well, they are, what a, they play, what the they thing, do. Yeah. Here's the thing too that I've been thinking with Hilltree Marketing. We've built, we've built over 100 websites for the Gulf Coast, like big business stuff. And I built my music website. And like your website's only as good as the photos and content that you put on there. So you can, you can have all the information, all the wording's perfect. Even the music would be perfect. But if you have like a grainy cell phone video from 2011, it's not engaging. And so that's something I would, I would even talk to my team about for certain artists or certain musicians like, hey, we can make you, here's a, here's a very reasonable, you know, cost to make you, put you on the website so people can actually book you through your website right. or, or read about you mm -hmm. or you want to post some music on their videos, have at it. Like, mm -hmm. I think there's so much, it's, it's almost like I, I do marketing for a dentist. 
The dentist is a genius. He's got the best technology. He's got the best equipment. He can do a cavity without touching you with the tool. It's all laser. But he all doesn't. Right. But he doesn't want to set up. He doesn't have know how of setting up a website or social media <laughs> or right. Google. Yeah. So what what I do is I come in there and so like even like musicians, there are there are some great musicians down here, songwriters. Yeah. Oh, so Brandon Green can write a heck of a song. Hank Berman can write a heck oh, of yeah. a song. Car- I mean, Carrie Lane. I mean, I'll literally yeah. call her like, I need a song about this. There's a douchebag in the bar, and she'll literally <laughs> send me a track. She'll send me a track like seven minutes later, and I'll play it on the house system. This guy's like, "Is this about me?" That's like, amazing. This guy he walks up all the time. We're at a bar. Oh, you have, this is specifically about someone, so, somebody in the bar, and this guy does not tip at all, and he's oh. like demanding, and he's just. So I was like, I need a song about bad tippers. I swear to God, not thirty minutes later, <laughs> she sent me like a five-minute song about a bad tipper. Oh, that's great. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to play this. Yeah. And I wish there was a more streamlined way of putting them on like Spotify, like immediately, like, yeah. you know, without a four week waiting period. Right. But, we, uh, we can actually and, do it. I mean, it's not a four, it's, it's usually a half a day waiting period. We can get them on there pretty quick. Oh yeah. yeah. There you go. But, uh, but yeah, so like, and, and she'll do it. Um, Andrew's got a heck of a, you know, he writes a heck out of some songs. Yeah. Uh, Haley Green's writing more and more mm-hmm. now. Um, Savannah Ray, Savraya, which mm-hmm. is Savraya now. She's back from Nashville. Uh, putting an album together and she's god she writes so different than anybody else down here and it's it's so quick how so how do you what, what do you mean she writes different um it's just a different just a different style i guess it's hard to it's a little more kind of like popish meets country versus a little more electronic kind of uh, music behind that's it. a really interesting yeah and, genre. Um, you know you can, you can find it on spotify under Savraya, okay. but it's got really great we had Katie Jones on this I love podcast, Katie. and she actually recorded one of her originals. And she had some really like her oh, lyrics yeah. were deep. Her yeah, were deep. yeah. Her, her really and uh, her and Carolina are writing some stuff together right now. They're they're working on some stuff. But I I I met Katie the first time at the uh, the Crawfish Festival this year. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah that's right. She was going to play after after she, the podcast. That was like the big announcement. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She, she, she opened up for name? Bailey Zimmerman, and mm-hmm. I mean, just rocked it. Just rocked it. Yeah, good so, for her. I mean, what's crazy is we're spouting off all these names, and that just shows you the talent that's down here. And and that's not even, I and, mean, and it's like I've it's, probably got a hundred numbers in my phone right now. If like you know somebody doesn't show up, yeah, I can pick up the phone and call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know when that happens, but you know. Jeez, yeah, but now, I mean, it, it. And, and it does. I mean, there's always there's always just somebody. Yeah. You know, looking for a gig. And there's always that one guy that drives me nuts that I could never get anything from. Like, he doesn't send me anything. He just, but his number's there. So right. once and in a while, I can't get a hold of anybody else. He gets He's that call. Guy. I'm like, hey, man, love, now's your chance. <laughs> I love your your whole thing about the, the goal in 10 years, like having a, a professional recording studio that people can go to that you honestly i think would people would travel to from hattiesburg or because oh. you got some nice you got a nice one in jackson mm-hmm. um of course delta state you got the mm-hmm. nashville you got the most shoals but down here it's but like, you got to travel up there spend the night in hotels you got you know and some people will move to nashville and starve to try and get a shot and yeah everybody people who work at mcdonald's flipping burgers in nashville can sing their butt off their mm-hmm. everybody oh, yeah. in that na- that town is waiting for a we break. had we'd had this conversation before yeah. on the show about somebody uh, a musician from bay st louis back in the day who was extremely talented guitar player and and, and songwriter and went to nashville big big send-off with a very popular band at the time and came back you know gonna make it big came back six weeks later and kind of a, a very quiet return to the coast and we asked him what happened he says well he says when i found out that the guy working at the Seven Eleven could play rings around me and he can't get a gig anywhere it's it's, uh, yeah, it's it, it is who it's, you know it's, but there's wrong. but there's a lot like down here with you got the casinos you got yeah, all the bars right promoters you right. know like 
there's opportunity. But what's sad is some of these people feel like when they, when they start gaining momentum, well, their next step is to move off somewhere. Yeah. And it's like, man, what if you just stayed here and get that momentum and build your gates, well, raise your price? It's kind of that, that, that uh, not cliche, but that kind of like Loretta Lynn, you know, her and her husband going from radio station to radio station yeah. and sleeping in the car and got to go to the Nashville to make a big, those days are gone. They're gone. They are. But you know, you know what's crazy is though, you don't need to do that anymore. That's mm-hmm. right. You got TikTok on your phone. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I brought three. I brought three musicians down here that I that I found on TikTok, and they blew up during COVID because they had nothing else to do but write and make music and make TikToks three, four, five times a day. Mm-hmm. And between the three of them, they had twelve million Facebook followers. That's crazy. And I called them. I said, "Hey, you're passing through. They're on their way to Southport Music Hall in New Orleans." And uh, I was like, "Y'all want to come in and do an acoustic show? You know, a couple hours." And they're you know at the canter, and they're like. Nah, man, that's eight shows in a row. We need a break. It's like, not a problem. Something happens, let me know. That was on a Wednesday. On Sunday, uh, Zeta hit. Uh-huh. On Monday, I called and said, hey, uh, your venue is underwater and not going to have power for 30 days. You want one? There you go. I right. mean, <laughs> opportunity. Well, and, and I'll tell you, they, you know, they're like, let us call some people. I'm like, you can't. But go ahead. Because right. you know, if you don't live here, you don't pay attention to the hurricanes. I've no, realized yeah. that. Like, I don't even... like it. it yeah. I think about back in the day, and I never uh, cared about a hurricane living in Ohio. It didn't bother me one day. Right, sure. And I, so I called them. They called me back on Wednesday. They're like, okay, what can you do for us? We're haggling over numbers. And I mean, the show's on Sunday. And here it is Wednesday, and we're still arguing over numbers. Not arguing. We're just kind of like, hey, what can we come to? Yeah, right. Finally, I was like, look, guys, here's my deal. I'll give you 500 bucks, and I will give you 100% of the door. Like, I don't care about the door. I just want this show. And I want to make all the liquor and beer sales that I can. Right. And they were like, they called me back on Thursday. They're like, you know what? That'll work. If nothing else, we're guaranteed to at least make 500 bucks. Plus, we'll get some at the door. Let's do it. Tickets went on sale Friday. We were sold out on Saturday. And they showed up. It was standing room only. And there was hundreds of people we were turning away because we just couldn't, we couldn't fit them in the bar anymore. Wow. And all three of them, and that was almost two, it'd be two years in September. All three of them have played the Grand Ole Opry since then. Um, Alex just had a big hit and a big new video come out and just opened for Jelly Roll uh, like two days ago. Oh wow! And they've opened. They've been opening up for John Michael Montgomery. They've been opening for Tim McGraw. I mean, just what's their band name? Um, well, they're all three different. You got um Alexander K, and then you got Thomas Mack, which is an Ohio boy. So you know, I love that guy. Hmm. And then you got a uh, Cooper Allen. Wow. And and that I mean, I got those guys for five hundred bucks in the door. I call them now, and they're booking agents just like, Terry, I know it's you, but, you know, 30 grand. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, like I, you, can't, you can't get all three of them in the same room for less than 60, 70 grand. Wow. And it's, it's a good problem to have. And, yeah. And here's the thing is, like, you know, Alex had a record deal, and it fell apart. She had a TV show. It fell apart. Uh, didn't make it on The Voice. And she just woke up one day and started making coffee on TikTok and singing along making coffee and... And that took off, and that's all it was. And then Cooper, he re- he rewrites all a bunch of uh, rap songs and country songs, like uh, Afro Man's Colt Forty Five, who makes it all about Bush Light and Copenhagen, and, <laughs> and and that's just it. But I mean, they're all they all have publishing deals. They're all amazing writers. So wow. you know, they they all belong to this publishing house up in um, Nashville called the Six One Five House, and they all just sit around and write together and make content together, and and it's it's absolutely phenomenal what they've done, and they've done it, and they're all still independent artists. Yeah. 
and that's, that's what cool. I love is because it's like you know they it's been kind of a big middle finger to the radio in Nashville and everything RCA else because it's like all because it used to be hey we'll do all this for you you'll oh, just yeah. you'll we'll just take a big cut of the money ninety eight percent well now it's like oh you don't have two million followers we don't even want to talk to you like right. you've done all the work already so it's like well if I've done all the work what do I need you for that's right yeah you know that's right and unfortunately they've got the access to the big venues the big shows the big you know that's right and and the old in the old days it was the recording thing where the RCA or whoever it would be would mm -hmm. get you yeah. because okay we're gonna give you a million dollars to record this record but well then take... then you owe them forever. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Then your next record, and it's like it's like um, sharecropping, or so you never get out from under it. You always owe, and that. But those mm -hmm. they've lost that with, the, all and, the, and they media. have, and you know they they've said they're over, still there. Yeah, of they're, course, they're starting to revamp the way they do things. They have to because right. you know they keep saying, "Oh, TikTok's not going to sell," and that was Cooper Allen's big thing. Because I kept telling him, TikTok's not going to sell tickets. TikTok's not going to sell tickets. Well, now he's on his own tour and he's selling out all these shows. I mean. Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like well tiktok does sell tickets <laughs> i mean yeah, I, social I literally... media is a powerful powerful tool and it's it's changed a lot of the industry and when i say even social media i'm talking about like the avail the ability to upload to spotify mm -hmm. or apple yeah. put your music on mm -hmm. apple music mm -hmm. to where people can stream and you hit a good song boom mm -hmm. you, you've done it and, and all it takes is something laney wilson oh she's on yellowstone and now look at her you can't touch her for you know, 500 yeah. grand for a show. Yeah. And they just picked her up because she was doing well. They liked her look. They liked her sound. Put her on Yellowstone. And now it's like. What's her character? On, is she on Yellowstone? She's she's the singer that one of the guys, one of the cowboys falls in love with. And she's on several, oh. she's on several episodes. And she's just doing her music. But they found one of her songs. And they, liked and they were it. like, hey, we want to do this song. And then it was kind of like, a, well, you want to be on it kind of thing. And, and there's so much content too. Think about all the shows. Think about all the stuff, Netflix and all the streaming channels. And that, They're creating the things that will bring opportunity too. Hey, we like your sound. Come get on our show. And that, that one moment could be I mean, your there, moment. There's hordes, oh, absolutely. Of, there's hordes of people out there for TV and film that are just listening to music nonstop trying to find. Right. You know, and a lot of times like with TikTok, if you find that one right song that everybody does a dance to and all of a sudden 70 million people dance to it, and it's got all those shares and likes, they tend to see that a lot more. And they're like, hey, let's put this in the movie. Let's put this on the show. Right. One of the things, too, is is the advent of uh, uh, streaming, uh, not networks, but like Netflix or whomever, uh, mm -hmm. uh, where where it used to be, and, and COVID had something to do with this oh, because God, they yeah. the production stopped in, in uh, you know, Hollywood or wherever, make a movie, New Orleans, they make a lot of movies in New Orleans. So it stopped. So... People had to stay home, so they had Netflix or they had what Hula or whatever. And how many shows now that you see are specifically on those particular network? I mean, it, it, it was a culmination of things that oh, yeah. arrived at that. And it's happened and, again because the writers are on strike. That's right. Well, yeah, the, the writers are on strike now. They're on strike, and uh, uh, people people um, still want their, their stuff. Well, and it, uh, if or, it wasn't for COVID, YouTube. would any of us watch Tiger King? Well, see, there would, you go. We, right. would any of us known known who Joe Exotic was without? Let me tell every... you something. That that was the <laughs> you got to think of like you know the perfect storm. Like it was. everything yeah. for that show. That show would have not done well. You're right. See, that's without what COVID. I'm talking about. Exactly. I think they were sitting on that and just waiting for something to they happen. Had to because when I watched that one, it was so ridiculous. But I watched it again not too long ago. Oh really? Just listening to what he said. Yeah. And his music videos, and I was like, Oh man. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like out this of guy. And you know what? He could not. He can't even enjoy all the fame because he's been in jail the whole time. And yeah. It's like, 
They were begging Trump to like pardon him on his way out the door. I was like, "Is Trump about to pardon this guy?" Dude, I I would have loved it. It would have just been a culmination of everything. (laughs) Let's 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 do it. I mean, I'm waiting for somebody to come out with a really good documentary of 2020. Because wow, um, idiocracy. Idiocracy. Yeah, that was. They already have that. That was the craziest year. Yeah. That you when you when you think about it, it's like that happened, and it's almost like we just kind of like. It's almost like it's almost it felt like like remember when Katrina hit Katrina wiped out everything Mm -hmm. and for a couple of I mean for that year and years a little bit past rebuilding but then after that you just don't want to hear about it you don't want to talk about it right you can smell the smell and all that it's like an ex-wife yeah (laughs) well you know you just don't want to hear 2020 has that feeling like we don't we've kind of like almost I mean I know we haven't really totally forgot but it's almost like we look back we're like we went through that, and well, we also like fell for a lot of things. It's not a very good memory. Well, no. no, but you know everything for the longest time was pre-Katrina, post-Katrina. Yeah, now it's well, post-Katrina, day, pre-COVID. To this day, it's still <laughs> exactly. the storm. Yeah, the storm. Well, it was after the storm. Was it before the storm? Was it after the storm? Oh, I do that all the time. And it's the storm is Katrina. We're about to hit twenty years since Katrina. That's, That's insane. That's that crazy. Is blown by that much. Twenty years. What is it? You know, talking years, about COVID too. That that we went through that, and and I can still remember seeing um on uh, webcam stuff Times square where there was no it was like a twilight zone episode so i lived in new orleans that, that happened i lived in new orleans during covid and i i got so many pictures of me and my harley down on bourbon street in front of empty just nothing not a single soul in sight that's and, bizarre and, and it was eerie it was like watching like those zombie movies you see yeah. like they're in Atlanta and there's just nothing and you're like Oh, you could have got some really good shots, probably. Oh, oh got, that would have been great. Like the drone or something like that, just flying in the Oh, there's, there's so many out there. That's, that's If amazing. you start looking like uh, New Orleans, like photos during COVID, mm-hmm. they're absolutely beautiful and eerie and like, it's just- Well, it plays it into the whole ambiance of New it, Orleans, it the voodoo and the whole- It does, know. but you're just like, what? what is this right now? It's yeah. quiet. I mean- it used to be I could walk down Bourbon Street and never stop here in Sweet Home Alabama, and I don't hear it at all. Um, and, yeah, and the like, good old days. And then you don't hear any like being down in the quarter and not hearing a single Nothing. instrument was just weird. Even the rats packed up and left. Yeah, I mean they didn't. They didn't have any food. <laughs> they, had, they had no food to eat. Cannibalism. Oh, no, but that's. Uh, I mean, it, I mean, I'm waiting for a good documentary or something like that to come out. But what what's crazy is. Then TV networks controlled everything for mm-hmm. the longest time. And then streaming started. Mm-hmm. during. Co- I mean, I remember Disney Plus coming out yeah, during yep. COVID. But also, like, Spotify and all that stuff started really coming out. Mm-hmm. But then look at Joe Rogan with his podcast. Oh, like, it yeah. blew that. He became more popular than all the national news networks. Mm-hmm. And people yeah. now and it get pissed their, them off. It pissed them off, and they mm-hmm. attacked them. What I'm saying is, like, th- in the past, let's say, five years, because pre-covid post-covid right yep. like how much has changed and i would even say the same with, with music industry like there are more people coming out on top with tiktok there's there's that one girl who sing that song i remember when i yeah. remember and then she said high note that girl has got millions of followers now oh yeah millions it's, just it's, by singing in an empty parking garage and she kills it she sounds great and i followed her and i well, she listen. got you well i'll follow i was like she's got a great voice and <laughs> yeah, so i'm listening to all the stuff and she's she's hit it like huge and she's independent and that's the to and, me and, and i love i love independent artists when they get to stay independent and they get they get to keep all their own masters and mm-hmm. and all the uh, the shows the american idol like i try to watch it not too long it was, it was and, a and, and aside from carrie underwood and kelly clarkson nobody who's won has done anything no. because they own all their likes all their their nah. name their they own everything you right can't, you can't get a decent deal because you say if i win this is what i'm going to do 
and then the devil's over there writing the pen for you, and mm-hmm. and then you win. But I mean, right. you look at people like Chris Daughtry who didn't win American Idol, but the year he got voted off, the next year his number one song was a song that people went home to. You know, and he was out doing homeless, big things. Right. What what was the what was the artist who won America's Got Talent? It was like the first one. He was from Mississippi, Waveland Boy. Oh yeah. Sang, sang a killer Otis Redding. He was just but what is his name? My dad loves him. He sometimes plays around here. Yeah, I know who you're I, talking about. Gee, that's sad. None of it us is. know. That's what but is what horrible. is what they, 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 they try to screw him. They so he they, won they he do. won mm-hmm. Mississippi Boy and you thought, Man, this guy's good. He's gonna be he's gonna be he's gonna bring the blues back. And they try to screw him, and then he says, "I'm not doing it." And they they said, "You will never play on the national stage." And they've put his they pressed his thumb to him and everything, and now he plays locally. But I'm I, what's cool is he didn't sell out. Like I feel like you know, gosh, I'm, I'm pulling up yeah. this guy's name because so I, I never got a, I never got big in America's Got Talent. But I mean, it was American Idol this year? We had three people from Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. in the in the top in the top three. My wife knows five. all who's who it is, and I oh, don't. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. You know, we've had several people down here. Um, Danica Steakley was, you know, on American Idol. You got, you know, Caroline, uh, mm-hmm. Brandon, um, mm-hmm. Haley Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're all, you know, they were all in The Voice or American Idol or something along those lines. And, right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna find. Yeah, there, there's stuff. a ton of musical talent on here. I mean, I drive Uber in my spare time when I'm when I'm bored, like when things start slowing down. And my car, when I'm driving Uber, I just play local music. I'll put some of, you know, your stuff on this on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I'll put on Andrew's stuff. If if you're a local artist and you've got stuff on Spotify, yeah. I will play it in my car when I drive tourists around for Uber. That's cool. And I got a little sign in the back of my in, on my seat that says, hey, if you like the music, you know, it's all local. Ask me about it. And Nice. You know, Smart. Well, but there's nothing more I love when I get somebody in my car and I'm driving Uber and like, hey. You don't happen to know where we can get any live music, do you? <laughs> I'm like, man, did you get in the right car? Boy. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you, musically, like, Ground Zero has done so much for the yes. coach. With, you know, Michael yes. Grimm. Michael yes, Grimm. Michael Grimm. Michael Grimm. He won. Yes. He won season five, and they tried to screw him. And oh, then, man. And he, he was like, nope. Yeah. It's, very, cra- very few people would stand their ground on, on something like that. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to, you know, stare at that many zeros and be like, well... Yeah, I guess I can do that for two years, three years. Mm. You know, let me let me just ride this out and then do what I want to do. Right, but you were talking about Ground Zero. Yes, they've oh, done. God, Ground Zero, man. You know, it's just they are doing so well over there. And yeah. yeah, they're bringing so many you know acts that nobody else on the coast because you know the coast. You know, I tell everybody all the time. There's three Mississippi's. You got the Delta and the Blues and everything up there. And then you mm-hmm. got you know Jackson in that area. Right. And then you got the coast. Right. And the coast isn't like the Delta. Yeah, we like our blues, but it's right. not like we don't love the blues. Like we're everything. Well, they live the blues club. up there too. Oh, that, oh that's God. The, the culture. And yes, but you're absolutely right. And, we're and different it, down here. We're and, like from New Orleans to to Panama City is yeah. a whole different entity. We have more of a for French, the rest for the rest of their culture. States. Vibe, yeah, and mixed in with you know, like I mean, well, you got to think, what was it? I did a study of this in Mississippi, and it was like after Vietnam, you had the Vietnamese people come over yes. here, and yes. and the shrimp industry and everything. It became a true melting pot that yes. works. Oh yeah, because I mean, you got to think about the Catholic, uh, all the like we have such a Catholic. It was uh, it was predominantly Catholic. Predominantly the, Catholic. The, the, the coast was but absolutely. The rest of Mississippi was pretty hard Baptist. You know, my mom was from yes. North Mississippi and, and yes. Boonville and uh, Olive Branch. But down here, it just it's a melting pot that works. You're and right. It's, well, it's you almost got that, like, and then you got the two military bases on top yeah, of that. You're bringing, you're bringing people in from everywhere. You're bringing people from Ohio. Well, you're one of them. I'm one of them. How many military? My dad. 
retired here. There's so many people that I've met that said, oh, like, and it's, they've been here for years. And I'm like, so yeah. where, where are you from? And they're like, you say I have a different accent. Oh, I'm the mil- I was Air Force or Navy. Right. You know, I live here now. And it's like yeah, really so cool to think. And it's been a good secret for a long time, but it's mm. starting to get out. It the is. The movie industry is realizing, because they just shot a movie with John Travolta at the Pearl. I watched, yeah. uh, Bob Granieri showed me the post-production uh, uh, trailer. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, and I it, saw it. Did you see it? Yeah. It, it is awesome. Well, I'll had, show it to you. Well, we had Samuel L. Jackson do a movie here with Ruby Rose, and they yeah. shot it all down in Fishbone Alley. And, what, um, and what's crazy is like, Bruce and the, Willis. And the reason why is because yeah, right. you go to California or New York or anywhere with a lot of those places are set up or Orlando, it's like it costs an arm and a leg That's when right. they yeah. come here. Taxes. And, they're like, and they're like, wow, this is really cheap. Mm-hmm. We can save a lot of money. So if this is a flop, we're not going to be so right. you know, deep under. But like people are starting to realize that the now. The scenery is pretty nice down here too. It is. Oh, yeah. it is. But you also got to look. You can you can get almost any scene, you're, any scene you want with, you know, swamp and beach and, yeah. you know, you got rivers and ocean. Right. And, well, you go to you go to the, where they have blue water, which is Destin or Gulf Shores. I mean, you're, right. you got you got to go or around. Past, all, or, or, or past, past Ship Island. Ship Island. That's exactly what I'm saying. Ship Island. You know, but like, go out there, do, do it. What I'm saying is like, you got to go around all those condos to get any kind of beach vibe or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. And I mean, if you really want to get an alligator in your shot, just kind of you know wait. go through Gulf Hills. Yeah, or wait. We had one. We had one on ninety down by the. Uh, <laughs> not, this week there was one just chilling on ninety, six foot alligator. Right. If you want some cowboys, just go about 20, 30 minutes up north. You'll see some guys. Just, yeah, know, just go to Sosher. And, yeah. yeah, go Sosher. <laughs> yeah, got that nice big old. We white got Goche, Goche, and we have Sosher. I never have understood the. Yeah, why well, isn't it? Oh, so like, when I was go- growing up, I was, it was like Godier, right? And then it was yeah. Goche. Yeah. Well, I'm come on. I mean, it I was, adds to the. I ambience. tell people all the time: people in New Orleans drink the way they drink because it's like you live in New Orleans. No, I live in New Orleans. Right. What parish is that? Orleans. <laughs> That's right. That's funny. <laughs> that never. That's put, funny. You're right. That is the epitome of why they drink. Orleans like, Parish. Oh in wow. In New Orleans. Yeah. That's. <laughs> but it's hard. Orleans. Oh, you know what bugs me too is Nolo. Somebody from Wisconsin. No offense, Wisconsin, but uh, yeah, Nolans. Nolans. Yeah. N A W L I N. TV man. Nolans. That's right. So how, man? I want to ask y'all this. So the acronym for the state. I'm not going to say the state, but N V. How do you say it? The state. Yeah. I know. Is it Nevada or Nevada? Yeah. Nevada or Nevada? What do you say? Potatoes, potatoes. You say Nevada? Yeah. I say Nevada. I say Nevada. I say Nevada. So that's interesting. Oh, okay. I just because I had that problem because we were doing a voiceover for somebody who was winning like a, an award and they they did a lot of work in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I submitted it. Everybody, even the lady who was editing it, was like, "Everything sounds good," but then right before the show, they were like, "Uh, it's pronounced Nevada," and so I had to go on my phone and be Nevada. like, uh, "Las Vegas, Nevada," and bounce it, cut it, and then <laughs> really? I was like, hey, I pulled it off, but I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, like, and it, well, I guess so. I guess it's like how we were just talking about. N- 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 <laughs> Nor- That's just hilarious. No, no, it's New Orleans, but it's Orleans Parish. <laughs> I never <laughs> thought about that. Yes. Oh man. Well, yes. welcome to the South. Welcome to our South. That's great. That's yeah, that is great. <laughs> That's great. No. Um. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We 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 lived in Metairie. Uh, old I, Metairie. I lived in I lived in Metairie. We lived in Old Metairie right there by this place called Moe's Barbecue. Man, it was so good. Mm-hmm. But that's where we lived for six weeks, and uh, got to got to. One thing I was, I, I, I loved being there because of Oshner's. It was a great hospital, great doctors. Mm. But one thing I don't miss is always having to have my phone and watch Google Maps as I drive. Like right when we got home, the best thing was like knowing the roads and stuff sure. like that. Sure. Well, because well, there's I, so many ins and outs. Well, that, and I'll tell you though, I like, I, I don't know, uh, Metairie, like the back of my hand. I still put the maps on 
just because they're really accurate on where all the traffic and roadblocks that's are. That's true. Uh, that's, that's yeah. true. Like, because there's always, it doesn't matter, there's always a wreck. Just count on there being a wreck, you know? Bro, yeah. that toll bridge right off, of, like in Covington going to oh, New Orleans, yeah. I didn't know how great that thing was, but I will pay oh. that toll every time. Yeah. It goes right up. For the longest time, they talked about making a toll both ways, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like, right. drive around if you don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, anyway. It's got their own police force. Like, people don't realize that. It's, I didn't realize that. Yeah, they got their own police force. For that toll? Yeah. Oh, thank you for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, on the bridge itself is its own... Entity? Yeah. It's How about that? It's, 20, just... it's 27 miles. Yeah. That's interesting. So, uh, let's talk about anything coming up... Um, Anything you want to promote that's coming up or anything that you want to see within this next year or if, if you want uh, to put a shout out. Let's see what we got coming up. Um, yeah. Jordan's got uh, Fresh for Pets coming up, which is, uh, you know, raises money. They're doing a big thing. I think that's Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. Can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, I'm not involved in that one, but a lot of the bands that, you know. This weekend. It, it is this weekend. Yeah, go check it out. It, it, it raises where, money for a great cause. At the where, joint. Tonight is July 25th. So I, I think can, it's I the, twi- I think it's the 29th. Yeah. Um, so you got that going on. Um, Sunday at the cannery, there is a big uh, memorial service and fundraiser for uh, Carlos Fowl, who passed away. You know, got into a big uh, uh, car accident about seventy some days ago, and Shit. he, you know, he, he passed away a couple of days ago. Um, so they're doing a big fundraiser for that, and kind of just trying to help the family out with that. And you know, he played with like Storyville, and he filled in with every band on the coast for bass at one time or another. Mm. I mean, he he saved me. He lived a block away from the cannery, and I had a basis for get his base, for, and it was a huge show. Musician. And he goes, look, man, get me a $50 base. I don't care. So I called Carlos. I'm like, hey, man, get me a cheap base. He goes, I don't have a cheap base. <laughs> and so he brings it, he brings in this he brings in this case, and it's got like six bases in it, and like it's got everything up to like, I mean, just yeah. unreal. And the guy's like, I don't want to touch any of those. Right. Like, right. I can't afford the strings. And so he played on it, and, and he loved it. It was great. And Carlos was just that guy. But uh, So he's got a thing at the cannery coming up. That's great. That's funny. Uh, the Poor is. House is finally starting to do live music. Oh, is that right? Yeah, starting uh, Saturday the uh, the 5th. Autumn Rising's coming in, and then Night Shift will be there the next Saturday. And I got two bands coming in from New Orleans. One's called Alter Ego. One's called America. And they're absolutely a blast what kind of what kind of rock are we talking oh yeah so alter ego is more of a uh 90s 2000s uh, kind of i like 90s you know emos you know just just great stuff and then america is just classic american rock they just red white and blue it out and they are from the minute they take the stage to the minute they get off they are jumping and hollering and probably single-handedly the best led zeppelin um cover i've ever seen in my life if you get a chance come do it it's late night but uh i'll post a lot about it like yeah there you go yeah check out terry mccormick's page too yeah tfm entertainment so i say it again tfm entertainment tfm entertainment i will make sure i'm going to like that right now yeah you you can't miss it it's a beard with pink glasses i mean you know what i think i've seen that before you, you you probably have i i you know my big thing is Come to my show, don't come to my show, my event, whatever I have going on, but don't tell me you didn't hear about it because I'll call you a liar. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. I annoy my friends. Right. I will I will I will text I'll text yeah. them flyers. I'll email them flyers. I make TikToks mm-hmm. about them. You know, we post everything. And that's the way it should be done. Exactly. Get the word out. You know, you know I, I'll I'll look at a band who wants to book. You know, who wants to book in somewhere. And I've seen your profile picture. You're doing a good job. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. Like, but a handsome man. But uh, you know, I tell them I'll, I'll look up like when was your last show? I'm like oh, last Friday. And I go on. I'll go on their page. And I'm like, you didn't post anything about your show. 
oh man, we got busy. I was like, I, I, I'm busy. I work a full time government job, and then I do all this. Is right, right. You know, is because I love it. I, I love the music. I love what I do. Um, my life would be so much more carefree if I didn't. Yeah. You know, this is this is not this is not paying. You it's know, in your blood, though. It is, and I, I, know I, it I is. love live music. I'm jealous that I can't play. You know, a lick. So, wait, question: Are you are you, are you musically inclined at all? No, but I signed one hell of a check. There you go. <laughs> I do the I do the important part. That Dude, makes, that is he's such a a, a likable guy. With it one takes, of his many traits. It takes different minds and talents and personalities to put on. I would say a good show. It like when we see artists, it takes a different yeah. mind to do that. That's true. But some you sometimes need that person behind you or in front of you to push you through or guide you along. Yeah. Because I mean. You can see some, there's so much talent that's undiscovered. That's right. And, you know, so anyways, I, I commend you on everything you're know, you doing. I, that's amazing. You know, it happened like the first time I, I talked to Hank about it. I screwed up for the first time in 10 years last Saturday. And I double booked for the mm. first time in 10 years. I double booked. See, it just goes to show that can happen to anybody. It does. And that's I just, right. you know, it's, I, it's, it's, I tell people, you know, it's, if if I agree to a booking after ten o'clock at night, just assume I'm drunk and remind me in the morning. Um, I'm probably I'm probably sitting over at Kelly's and I'm having a good time. And you know I don't agree to anything when I'm at Kelly's. Just you know. Wow. But um, so they, they where they know your name. They do know my name. I'm I'm on that wall many times. But they uh, but they they sent me a selfie together. They're like, hey, I think you double booked us. I was like, well, you guys have a choice. One of you can go home and I'll pay you, or you can both stay and play a duo and I'll pay you both. I was like, I don't care. I was like, my screw up shouldn't cost you the two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks that you plan on making. Not everybody looks at it that. So you know that that cost me my little bit of commissions that I make for the week. But, but uh, I mean, hey, it, at least, but at least, you know what? It was worth every penny of it because yes. I got to sit there and watch them. And Joe and Zach just got to rock out together, and they know each other, and they don't get to play together very often. So they were just you they, created a moment. Created they they a were yeah. excited to do it. It was yeah. you know, it was and a good I was thing. just like, and I tell people, I said, if I double book you, that that's on me. Yeah, and I will on. I will pay and own up for my mistake every single time. At least you can own time. up to it. a lot of people. Who, you know they don't. There are a lot of venues and stuff. And you're right. And you know the few venues that I got. Like I said, I got Poorhouse. Um, I work with Mangiamos. I do a lot, some work with Ground Zero, Patio Forty Four. A lot of I do a lot of weddings. People mm-hmm. looking. People like to book bands last minute. Like DJ, DJ, DJ. But they don't think they they just think I'll call that, that I can get it. And your best wedding bands on the Gulf Coast are booked a year out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, and I'm I had to book I booked one what one of them for like five grand because he called me like a month before his wedding, and I had to build him a band, and that took rehearsal time. Wow, and, yeah, and you know, it's five grand for his wedding a month ahead of time, and even that was still a little cheap for some of the bands that are out there. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. That's and amazing. you know, trust me, I'd book weddings all day every day if I could find enough of them. But uh, yeah. yeah, you know, but nobody wants to play weddings because if you screw something up. They're gonna remember you for life. Yeah, like, it's like, like being a photographer the, at a wedding, or forgetting your iPad about right before the, the bride walks down the aisle, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Well, they didn't see you sweat, did they? No, they saw I mean, me sweat. It's all right. Oh, I, 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 well, the DJ, the DJ next to me, he saw what I was doing, and he was like, "Can I help you?" I was like, "Do you have an iPad?" He goes, "Yeah, but I don't have any of your music." I'm like. Uh, let me just see if this will work. Oh, that was that was one of my like. He was, I, I he was feeling how, your pain. I didn't pull that. I didn't. I don't know how I pulled. Up. I pulled up to my house and looked at my wife and I was like, I, "My iPad's in a ditch somewhere." And she's like, "Wait, what? How'd you do it?" I was like, "I did it on my phone." And thank God it carried a signal. She's like, "At the stables?" I was like, "Yeah." Did you? I have to ask on a personal note. Did Did you use the the feature of where is my iPad? I mean, was it? So this is what's crazy, and this is okay. this is me being cheap. <laughs> okay, so. 
I had an iPad, like a new generation iPad, mm-hmm. and I plugged it into uh, an outlet that was connected to my couch. So my couch had a USB cord. I plugged mm-hmm. it in there. I was letting it charge. Well, somebody hit the power line down the road, and we had a big surge, and my my, my new iPad fried. Oh. So what did I do? I dug through my old file cabinet. I found <laughs> yeah. the, the original iPad 2. Oh, oh, with, the big, uh, with the big, with the, with the big forty. Because <laughs> what happened? Plug. It had a lot of my songs. Some of the songs I won't even do anymore. But it had some of those on there, and I was like, okay. And they were requesting, I think, the way you look tonight. So it was like mm-hmm. one of those old ones that I definitely had on that one. So I was like, okay, I can use this and skate by thirty, right. forty-five minutes. But I saw that uh, that all happened a week before the wedding. I could have just gone and bought a new iPad. I was like, no, I'll just, I'll just see be, how this I'll goes. I'll be cheap and, and yeah. And then put it on my toolbox and it flew out so it before it wouldn't even it wouldn't even update anymore because it was so old so the whole i find my ipad was not even a, a choice and it just forced me to say hey go get your new ipad which mm-hmm. I'm, i still bite have the bullet yeah. and just i i i, I ask you that because i did the exact same thing it was raining i had a gig uh i was playing shaggy's in the past in the afternoon this is a year ago maybe two years ago and i drove off with it on the top of my car Mm-hmm. And I get to the this other gig that I was playing, and I don't have an iPad, and I'm like, and there was a group of people that were there to see me, a, a class reunion committee that was, <laughs> and I don't have it, and I am scrambling, and I'm trying to get the same thing with my phone. I'm sweating bullets, and it's just, and, and but I have an old iPad as well. This is the where the story differs, with the wide port and all that yeah. stuff, and. It stays in my bag just in case. So I had that. But also, my dad, when I started, when I was like 14, 15 years old, that's when iPads were, iPods. It was before the iPhone. Yeah, oh, the square ones, yeah, like a yeah. cigarette pack? Yeah. With a little like, wheel on it? Yeah, yeah. Right. I had one of those. Wow. And I had to use one of those one night because I, it had a headphone jack. That's there. right. And you you hear me changing songs. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and people were looking at me, I was like, must be a bad chord. <laughs> But I, I pulled it off. So those those old little gadgets that you're like, you know what, this is obsolete. I, good thing you kept them. I, we, I am all about two is one and one is none. Yeah. Um, you know, um, Eric Rollins, Papa Bear, you know, does karaoke mm-hmm. all over the coast. He had a, you know, he used to keep an extra um, laptop at the cannery because mm-hmm. he had one crash one time. And I was like, dude, we'll keep it here. And he did. And it went bad one day. And mm-hmm. we pulled it out, plugged it in. And boy, that, that, that bada is, bing, bada boom. you just breathe that sigh of relief it's like thank you know heaven. just like with the drum right. set you know you're right hey I'll, I'll pull it out i mean you know you go to some of my venues i, I keep extra mics i keep you mm-hmm. know chords mm-hmm. you forget so, you forget something moral of the story double up double up prepare or triple up even yeah prepare check double up check prepare yeah. check again yeah because you never know that's right a- anything can happen i had a band saturday they 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 borrowed one of the Bose uh, towers from a friend, okay. and they forgot the freaking power cord. <laughs> I don't I don't know what the friend they borrowed from forgot to hand it to them or they forgot yeah. to load it. But either way, I was like, so they weren't playing with it. They were playing their old stuff. I was like, guys, like, why didn't you call me? They're like, what are you going to do? I said, get one out of my trunk. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I could have been here, but they're, why they're, you were setting up? Those right. are common cords you can buy at Best Buy. I would have taken one off of a TV hanging on the wall. Exactly. I'd rather not yeah. have the TV playing. Right. You know, those cords right. come on everything now. Yeah. Speakers and mm-hmm. I still have the one. It was the Bose L. Oh yeah, L- the L one L- 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 model, model two. That's the one. It was the one that was like 2015, but it's still that's the best. I can tell you how much money that thing's made me. 
Like mm-hmm. that's oh, those one of the best awesome. investments. Put, put and it on it, the table for the family. And it's the type if it crashed or something happened, mm-hmm. I will leave that moment or the next day and go buy a brand new one because they're mm-hmm. that good. Right. And they're they're very everything dependable. is so compact. I mean, Hank's got like the most compact show I've seen yep. recently. I have the, the 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 well Bose. I have the Bose one S one as well, but I also have mm-hmm. the EV, and it's Bluetooth and it's just it's it looks like a little monitor, but. The throw on it, the sound, it's and it's got no, but is that bottom. a ten or is it a twelve? Is it ten? It's, it's a ten. It's is a it ten? But but it's I mean it's so lightweight and portable, and it's just I do it for a lot of a lot of venues. I do it outside at that. I play Shaggy's, and I'll do it on the deck, and and it's loud. It's like it throws. I mean it. You save on your back. You save on money. I mean, it's awesome. It's great that technology has gotten to that point. Oh yeah, and like, well, you know, when we talk about doubling up and thinking contingencies, right. you know, right. over it, over at Flamingo, you know, you play outside on an outside stage. Mm-hmm. It's you know, we've got giant water coolers out there now, evaporative water coolers for the stage, yeah, nice. for all the bands, because nice. I mean, it's hundred degrees outside, yeah, and if they're gonna have one on the hostess who stand on their seat and people, well then. The band who's up there's jamming needs needs to be a little cool too. So sure. I talked the company to buying one, but <clears throat> excuse me. What's great about that venue is it's got its own sound system. Yeah. You know, I, I insisted on a house sound system. Well, I was like, I don't want to deal with people's, you know, ten inch Yamahas they bought from eBay or Radio Shack <laughs> speakers or whatever happens. <laughs> the ones that have the lights from <laughs> Oh God. The ions. The ions. <laughs> I, I, you get from Sam's. But they're everybody, not bad. But no, they're not bad. But but everybody is on a level playing field. They yeah. are. Um and it always makes me realize how much musicians don't know any other board, but the one they've been using for 15 years. That's true. Um, they, they all use the same one. Dude, I try, I try to use the digital board that we have I in love there. digital boards. I try to use that with Coast. They were playing a, a benefit, and I was like, here, I'm going to bring my board. I got the, the, no. the Bose F1s, <laughs> and I get there, and they were like, okay, we'll try this, and I, I plug them in. I mean, you sound great. And then what happened was well hey i can't really hear myself in the monitor so i, I turned the piano guy well i can't hear myself so everybody by the, by goes the end, up by yeah. the end of the night on the stage it was just like and i was like <laughs> i was like y'all yeah. they 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 didn't like the change they were like they want to be able to just like that's do right. their knobs they, but, they want knobs right. and they want little faders yeah it's faders but what, what's great about you know flamingo stage is if it pours down rain that's it game over well i installed a little xlr like switch box and it literally has a sun sticker and a rain sticker. And if it's sunny, you put it on sun and you play on stage. Mm-hmm. And then if it pours down rain, you go underneath the building, like where everybody else used to play out under there. That's right. You put it on the rain side, you plug in the XLRs and you just start playing again instantly. I mean, I had, Smart. I had two guys on stage, two amps, two pedal boards, and it took us seven minutes to get them from the stage, fully set up, hooked up, sound checked and playing again. That's great. Smart. Wow. Very and smart. Very would, good. With the switch of a button. And yeah. see, I like with the Scarlet Pearl and then also singing at Hotel Legends, like they have house systems. Mm-hmm. So lately I have not had, and I haven't been booking private gigs because I can't book things so far out in advance and guarantee like weddings I'm not taking right now because well, if Mia gets sick, right. you know. So it's really nice to have like, it's almost hard to go back to the play anywhere that doesn't have a house system where I'm plugging. If I have to bring all my gear and stuff, man, I'm double. You get out. spoiled I'm fast. Oh, dude, my, my, my musicians, I've noticed like, like, especially Flamingo, they get there later and later. Cause like, you know, I get off my main job at four o'clock. So I was like, I'll meet you guys over at Flamingo at four 30. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll get you plugged in. 90% of the people I deal with have a guitar and a mic, mm-hmm. maybe a pedal board, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it's just like, now they've got like, plug in, plug in. I gotta see you guys tomorrow. You know, like, right. That's how I'm with, with a couple, with, a couple of minutes tops. Yeah, yeah. I usually show up about 15 minutes before my gig starts just because yeah. 
if I not, calling, it's not necessary to be there. If not, I'll get there. You know, if I get there 30 minutes or 45 minutes, I might, okay, I'm already good. I plug my iPad in. My mic sounds good. I'm going to go have a drink of wine. Well, right. Right. Well, call me. Hey, man, where you at? I'm like, driving towards that way. What do you want? Like, go get some food. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, why are you bothering me? You, have, me two alone, cor- you have two cords to plug in. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure it sounds good. And, and, and then I still have some musicians that insist on bringing their own systems. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, well, you're still plugging into mine and turning yours down. There's I'm one like, guy at Hotel Legends. He'll bring his whole Bose system there. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I, dude, I, it's not necessary. It's just, just, it's is almost, it like a security blanket. Like, it's my I, stuff. I, I, I know I how to use it. it um, right. It is. You yeah. know. Yeah. But I, I, at first, now I'm not gonna lie. I, f- I felt like that, and not at Pearl because they literally cloned the system I had and put that in a restaurant. Right. But the other one, Hotel Legends, it's like it was two speakers. They're not Bose. They're some off brand, and there was like this. But I never knew the beauty of Bluetoothing your iPad to the sound. Uh, and that oh, cord. There was so no nice. cord. There was no cord. Now Bluetooth. The only problem I have, and I know there's a quick fix to it, is everything's in mono. So like some of my tracks, mm-hmm. you don't hear the horn, so I don't even play those songs. So I'm sure there's like a switch. I just haven't. Could you run down. like a um, like a stereo Y? I don't know what oh. that means. Uh, I'm not a tech. He, he wants to get this country. I'm not from this country. He wants to get rid of the cables, man. <laughs> yeah, that the, was the whole point. But we want to hear the <laughs> horns. I, I want a board on solar. I don't even want to plug in a cord. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had that happen on a Doctor John song. It was a uh, 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 right place, wrong time, and it was it was stereo. But I'm in mono in somebody's system, and it was that same thing. It'd be like where there's supposed to be that, uh, but it was like. Yeah, so like and, I was playing All or Nothing at All by Frank Sinatra, and you hear the drums. Yeah. You don't hear the horns or yeah, anything. So it's, it's, just, it's like, just different. But a lot of people nuts. don't notice it. You notice you it. You notice it. It drives you well, I, would, I would look like an idiot because when the horns would hit, I would like throw my hands out there, and it was just there really <laughs> nothing there. So it looks like I'm just like jiving with nothing behind me. It's just a drum, and I'm off beat, and I'm like, shoot, I got to be still. You're like a bad Jerry. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> and, and like What a Wonderful World is like all, it's all highs. There's no lows. So it's... Oh, it's, and like, there's like no DJ Todd Langlinus was there one night and he heard it. Everybody else was like clapping. They liked it. They, they couldn't tell, but DJ was like, he walked to me. He's like, Hey man, uh, where's your lows? I was like, well, for that track, it's in stereo. He goes, Oh, I gotcha. So I've learned the tracks where not to play, but I, I really yeah. need to just fix it so I can play yeah. my whole list yeah. because yeah. there's some I good not, songs that, yeah. you know, I'd skip right. because of that reason. Anyway, side, side note, sorry. Yeah, but well, no, um, and and that and that's what it is. But you got to remember, you know, I was in the military so long and public speaking, and I give out, I got to give awards, and I got to give speeches. Oh, no, so no. I'm really good at keeping myself calm. Yeah, I just don't like to. Yeah, <laughs> so I can play the game. Before we sign off, is there any kind of? I always ask this: Is there anything you want to? Any words of inspiration for young artists, young promoters, anybody out there trying to get to the music scene, whether they are an artist or a promoter or any restaurant owner, or anything? Is there any words of wisdom you want to give them? And I go back to my military days with this. Find you a mentor. Like, and that's all I can really say is like, go to these open mics, find these guys and girls who have been doing this, you know, here on the coast forever. They know the ins, they know the outs. This isn't a cutthroat business down here where everybody is like out to get everybody else and undercutting everybody else. There are a few, but, yeah. uh, but no, like everybody down here is so willing to help out all the other musicians and, mm-hmm. and they, that's re- true. And they realize that these young musicians are what's coming next. Mm-hmm. you know they're they they're, they're going to be the ones to keep it going and you know keeping everything fresh and um i have a, you know there's a, a a local girl who come up to me and she's like hey she's like what do you think and i'm like you're not ready for your own show but work with these people and she's been doing it and she is so much better i'm about ready to work with her and you know get her a little hour and a half show you know somewhere with somebody else who wants another little hour and a half but go to the open mics have fun enjoy it 
Yeah. Like stop. Don't be so serious about it that you learn to hate it, that it becomes more of a job or just that it does a passion. Yep. No, that's good. Yeah, I like that. I like, like it that. too. Like that. Find you a mentor. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many good ones here on the Gulf Coast. I mean, you know, and everybody does a little bit of everything. I mean, you know, Hank Hank's awesome with his traction. There's like five guys on the coast that do it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's something you want to do when you want that more of that full band sound, mm-hmm. but doing a solo show, get with one of those guys. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. you know, him and, you know, Chris Uchin and, mm-hmm. you know, Chris Gavin, Mike Collette. Mm-hmm. Anderson, Anderson, love Anderson. Anderson. Anderson's great. You know, he's, yeah, he's the Denzel. He's the Brazilian Denzel. He's the Denzel. He's the Brazilian Denzel. I can't wait to tell him that. I tell him that all the time. That's, oh, how, that's how I describe him. Everybody's like, no. Oh, he's great. always like, he's like, hello, Jesse. How are you? Yeah, doing? Hello, how are hello. You? And he's hello, the nicest Hank. guy, man. He is yeah. a nice guy. He's he never is. in a bad mood. I was like, I was like, how are you kids going, man? I can't keep up, man. I can't keep up. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. yeah. Man, I, I worked six gigs today, man. I, you know, I started at the bakery this morning, and I, <laughs> I had to be over at the elementary school. I played with the kids. <laughs> you know, he played four nursing homes and a chicken farm, and now home. he's here. It's great, man. Oh, that's but I'll tell you, that, hands down, the most gigginess person on the golf he coast. He works constantly. He's a hustler. Him, yeah. him but. The one that gigs more than him is, oh, yeah, Gra- is Graham Ray. I'm about to say Graham Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Graham Ray gigs he's, more than anybody, and Matt Schnock and Amber are not far behind him. Like he's he's always like. So I look at his face, but he's like uh, eight gigs this week, nine yeah, gigs this week. this week. I was like, go up on your price, dude. Like my God, <laughs> dude, he's, he's 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 right there with yeah, everybody yeah, else. Oh, yeah. He's not I'm like not, doing hundred dollar gigs. But this guy, dude, he's always busy. Yeah, that's like, great. But he'll play. He'll play. He plays at some of the nursing homes. He does play the nursing, and they love that. Yeah, he plays. Uh, but it, what's crazy about it too is like. I mean, I don't know anybody else around here who's playing a full show with him and a fiddle, and he can play, take out a guitar yeah. and play the guitar as well. Don't forget like, the harmonica, because he'll pull that out, too. Yeah, well, but yeah, what I'm saying good, is, he's like, he's, kind, he's kind of, like, in his own little niche, because, like, the fiddle is very impressive for anybody to, to, oh, to play, or violin, or whatever you call it. And You know what the difference is between a fiddle and a violin? God, what is about it, About 30 bucks a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. A violin's got strings, and a fiddle's got strings. <laughs> There you, okay. there you go. There you go. Well, no, but he's he's so power to Graham. And, oh, absolutely, uh, Graham. Uh, yeah, I had the I had a battle of the band solo contest, like for all the solo artists to come out and do a battle of the bands at the cannery, uh, and they all came out and rocked it out. Uh, Leilani Kilgore came down from Nashville and played. Uh, you had Six String, you had Anderson. Well, then uh, Sammy Six was supposed to be in it, but he had to back out last minute. And um, so I was like, oh, who do I call to fill the spot? And I'm like, I really don't want to do this to everybody, but hey, Graham, you busy? <laughs> so Graham shows up and him and Ty are playing like after the show anyway. They're just, he's like, I'll just come, you know, I'll, early. And he'll just, I'll come, I'll come do a, you know, a quick set. And right. he comes in and he just loops his fiddle, loops his guitar, starts playing his fiddle. And everybody's just like, yeah, this isn't even fair. But <laughs> did he win? <laughs> oh, yeah, he won. But then he donated all the money to the uh, the Center for Nonviolence for the music program. Yeah, you know, so I mean, it, it was, it was bittersweet. Me. But once everybody saw Graham walk in, it was just like that moment. It was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? That would be cool to do like a a big, I and mean, we might have done this, but I'm, I'm out of the loop. Like a big, like a really serious good money competition. Like you win, you get. Uh, several thousand dollars you get like your your we'll sign you at some different places to play at or whatever and then we'll i don't know just something like uh, that that, that one was a thousand dollars oh wow that's awesome yeah, yeah that was a thousand dollars the shirt um the I, we were supposed to have a full-on another battle of the band solo um right before i left and um sweetwater i called him and said hey guys they sent me a 500 hundred dollar gift card to give away they sent me 50 Hell t-shirts yeah. and sweetwater didn't like coming off nothing but free candy 
Yeah, no, no, no. I always but keep that freaking it keeps my bit of honey uh, uh, addiction I've got going. the right. best Sweetwater guy in the world, man. He is freaking phenomenal. He comes to my birthday parties. He flies down from Indiana. Wait, wait. What's his name? Ben Nielsen. Uh, I, I, I got Josh Sackett. Okay. Yeah. Josh is my boy. He, like, he, he will, I will need something. I'll look at him like, I need something. And then he'll go, like, he'll just email me. Like, he knows what I'm thinking. I'm like, yeah. shoot, he knows. <laughs> He's like, you know, we got a really good finance. And I was like, yeah, I know. And I'll tell him all the time, because I don't, I don't like answering numbers from Fort Wayne, because it's always some weird thing. But then there's also that 50-50 chance that it's... Could be Sweetwater. It'll be it's Sweetwater. So I was like, dude, just text me from your phone to tell me you're calling right. me. And then, yeah. like, you, you got each other's personal numbers. We call them bullcrap all the time. Like, I I love my Sweetwater guy, man. My he guy's Tyler best. Moore. Tyler, Tyler Moore. He, he, he you know, there's like it. 400 of them. Yeah. Oh, is there really? Have you, ever, it, have you ever been up there? No, but I've seen pictures of the okay, place. So it's, it's unbelievably huge. It's 45 minutes huge. from my hometown in Ohio. Wow. So when I went up there- It's I was, huge. When I went up there, I took I took the company car for the cannery, and I made Matt nervous. Like He's like, yeah, I cannot turn Terry loose in Sweetwater with the company card. Wow. And we, we bought it. I, I spent a little bit of money, but uh, it was absolutely phenomenal. And when you say 400, you're talking about 400 like agents or 400 stores? Like 400 people. Like eight, like eight. It's yeah. one store. It's one store. Oh, wow. it's, it's one it's store. And it's it's a warehouse is probably the size of Walmart. Ooh. And you go in, you got guitar room, drum room, they got studio. Do they have recording. a lighting room? Yeah, they got studio recording in there. They have a huge concert hall in there that you can go play. And people come I, all I, the time. I like buying from them more than the guitar I center, musicians, friend, anybody. Now, I was always a I was always like a buy local, but they just can't, local can't keep up. Well, there isn't local. There isn't. That's, there is, but they hardly, and, and I hate saying it because I don't want to, you know, downplay it here on the coast or anything because one of my friends works at one of them. But it's just like anytime I go in there, it's like, it's slim pickings. Slim pickings and it's not like, and it's not and their, I don't care about it's the also not cost. their fault because no, it's not. They, they, they don't have the ability to keep up with the inventory of a Sweetwater or no, whatever. They, who, no. Who can just, like uh, Sweetwater, I can, we can call order. him and he'll overnight it to me sometimes at a really nice price, He's, you know? He yeah. sent, they've sent me uh, the Bose F1 and it took them two days. It yeah. was delivered to my door. These big heavy things, no shipping costs. I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. I was like, thank you. My guy's so good. I swear sometimes. He's like, oh, I shipped it yesterday. I'm like, I just ordered it today. He's like, yeah, I knew you needed it. <laughs> like, I swear he's that good, man. It's, it's freaking great like he's just like he knows he knows what i want yeah. but there's times i'll call him and if he don't know the answer he will find it for me yeah you know and maybe, maybe we need a, a, a sweet water i'm gonna yeah they Josh. should sponsor us i'll, I'll send them our, our channel and be like Sweetwater, you know for you know put on a really you know a nice some free t-shirts we'll, we'll, we'll plug your order i don't care yeah yeah, I mean we we've got the facilities for it now because you know Ground Zero's got that huge stage now mm. yeah Ground Zero the stage man you know, whew, maybe that's... we should bring Afro Man back. Yeah, I gotta love that guy, huh? <laughs> you need to go trending. All right. Quack. Well, <laughs> well, I'm because Jesse Hill. I'm Hank Berman, and I'm Terry McCormick. Terry, thank you for joining us today. That's my pleasure, guys. And I had I'm, a blast. Man, this is great. We're gonna have to have you again, and also yeah. with some of your artists that you you work with and stuff. Oh, I would love to bring some. We we yeah, we mention, cut mention up so note. much. Like yeah. I bring one rock, one country. You know, Terry. bring a little bit of blues in here. We'll uh, that would be fun. Yeah. We can get a little bit of genre hey, from everybody. Have a Grab country a charge. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> grab, grab, you know, grab some guitars, you know, whatever, yeah, and do yeah. a little playing in the middle of it. And... That's awesome. Well, everybody, thank y'all. Until next time, this is the High Note Podcast.